Previously on AMC's The Walking Dead. We're being watched. And now three of us are gone. This is all connected. Get inside! What did you do? Welcome to PPN's The Pulping Dead. I'm Mike. I'm MB. Why, Bob? Why? Ah, we'll launch right into it. Might as well. I mean, I'm I'm all cried out. I... Uh, what what can you say? What are the words you can say for it? I've lost all interest in watching this show now. I mean, he was so high on life. I mean, yeah, we all pretty much suspected. By the way, this is... Episode, uh, uh three. four walls. Yeah, something like that. Four walls in a Episode three of The Walking Dead, season five. And Bob is dead. They killed Bob. They ate and killed Bob. Which, I mean, at least somebody ate Bob. Yeah. Somebody has Bob inside of them. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're dead now. But, yeah. But I, mean, I, I guess it didn't really work out that well, but. Oh, well, you missed the first, like, five minutes. Did yeah, you go back the, and watch it? Um, I didn't, but I get the geist of what I missed. So you didn't go back and watch uh, Bob laughing maniacally and yelling tainted meat over and over again? Oh, well, might as well just stop the show, because you missed the best part. I couldn't find it, to be fair. I do, short of actually downloading the episode itself, illegally, I, um... You have On Demand... I can't reach the remote right now, so I just lost interest. Fair enough. So what did you think of the two, uh, uh, episode? Uh, you know what? Really good episode, I thought. Uh, a lot of good things came out of it. I would say that the group dynamic itself was actually pretty well played because I felt like everyone played their part in a way that made sense. And at the end of the day... We got a bit of comic book Rick out of it, and that's what really the episode was kind of building up to, which was not what I expected based off of the buildup. Yeah, comic book seeing comic book group is pretty cool. If only Tyrese would be comic book Tyrese. Yeah, comic book. I mean, regular show Tyrese right now is just kind of he's there. You, you can tell he's getting there, like he's he's they're building him towards that point, but right now he's just kind of <laughs> that thing they did last season already. <laughs> Yeah, that thing. The thing is that right now he's still in very much reeling from an episode from last season mode, which I think they should kind of wrap up as soon as possible. Yeah, but uh, it, it, he had some pretty good scenes regardless in this, especially with Sasha, who just kind of her reaction to what happens to Bob is not pleasant. Let's say because I mean Bob was her lover and her lover for like a good. Like episode, like like two three episodes. Yeah, Walking Dead loves to uh, put couples together and then kill them immediately before anybody actually cares. Remember Karen? I don't remember Karen either. <laughs> uh, remember uh, Beth's boyfriend from the season four premiere? Even Beth didn't care. Died. Kyle Gallner's one appearance. Hey, remember when Maggie had a sister? She talked about Maggie had a sister. <laughs> I'm kidding, but. Remember Maggie had a father? <laughs> remember Carol had a daughter? Uh, remember anything. Anyway. 
Actually, remember Andrea had a sister. Oh yeah. Well, you know, at least at least that worked out somewhere. Yeah. Oh, they're both in hell. What? Uh, as far as the episode itself goes, it's like really strong moments. A lot of great build up with um, Gareth and that whole plot line, Gareth, which uh, ends very abruptly. But I like that. It was interesting how they they took the hunters and did the terminus stuff with them, but they still just had it end pretty much as abruptly and as timely as it did in the comics. Yeah, I thought they did the terminus stuff to extend the hunters out, but then they still just pretty much offed them the same way. Which yeah. I mean is good that they offed them the same way, not as brutal, but it's still pretty brutal the way the show did it. Like yeah. Rick taking out a freaking. Uh, machete, just cutting off his head. Over and over and over again. Seeing the group completely go ballistic on another group was something that I think was a long time coming, because we've never really seen them do that in like an enclosed space or something. It's always they're outside and they're shooting guns in random, like in random directions, and they're kind of defending themselves. This was just an all-out brutalization, and that's something that I think was necessary to finally deal with the group because it's like i think we've gotten past the point where they're the moral high ground type of people because what moral high ground is there in this world anymore yeah it's like it's them or it's a step below pretty that's, much that's what makes tyrese telling sasha to forgive the cannibals they ate bob's leg well see see my thing is i don't think he actually meant that part i think that was just more of a he didn't really know what to say, and it was more about Sasha telling him, you're insane for saying this. Yeah. Because I think what he was just doing was clinging on what he was feeling with the whole Carol thing, and he didn't really say something. The line didn't make sense, but I don't think it was really meant to make sense. It was think- odd that um, the Terminus guy that he uh, lied about killing – yeah. Uh, didn't really factor into anything. Like, I think Kyrie's kind of gives a look, and that's really it. Yeah, that was weird. That was odd. I don't know why that didn't come into some bigger form of play with... I mean, obviously no one knows because Carol's not there, but still yeah. weird how there wasn't another moment with Tyrese. Well, it's even weird just thinking that he's there with them when they assault the church. Like, it would have been kind of interesting to see him be the one survivor. Like, and he knows uh, Tyrese is something just there should have been more done with that guy. I didn't mind them killing Gareth and the group themselves. But, yeah, the one guy maybe shouldn't have been built up. Yeah, well, it just seemed like it was building up to Tyrese's character arc, but then it just didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it could, but I don't think so, because why would it now? Yeah. Um, then we have this. I mean. Personally, I like this scene because I like how Abraham, the guy playing Abraham, played it. But when you think about it, it is just kind of plot contrivance. Oh, you mean Abraham deciding just to leave right then? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's very – it's we, – we we need to split the group up for A, so we can have two manageable groups to write for, and B, to uh, extend out the story for the season. Yeah. Because it, do, it, it doesn't make any – doesn't actually make a lot of sense, especially when you consider the timeline of, like, you know, an hour beforehand or whatever. You know, they were drunk and 
saying they're all going to go to DC together? I see it making sense from Rick's point of view because all of a sudden they're down a few people and the situation has changed. Abraham suddenly deciding that this is when he wants to leave is weird. That there's danger out there. Danger that they took care of very easily. Yeah. So then why does he still want to leave right away now that the Terminus people are dead? Yeah. It, it, and then we'll get to the ending. No. And well, why the split up really even came across more contrived. But it was it was just like, it was a bit of, let's yell at each other now or something. Like, I, I don't know. It was, it felt very, you could feel, it was, the scene was just plot being put into place more than anything that felt natural. Yeah. That said, I did love Rick and Abraham getting in each other's faces and nearly just clawing at each other. Yeah, yeah that was good stuff. And I, and I also like how they got a lot of story stuff out of the way that Walking Dead would usually drag out, like Gabriel just telling them what happened right off the bat. Yeah. Gabriel had a lot of good scenes in this, actually. Yeah, so now Gabriel feels like, you know, a character and not just a plot mystery for a later episode. Yeah. Uh, which Walking Dead tends to tends to do. I thought it was good on. Person. I thought it was good on the group to confront him about that immediately, rather than just let that let that slide and try to figure out this guy from the silence or from like the shadows. Fucking Sasha blaming the black man in the room immediately. Sasha is just a giant racist. So fucking racist. Then again, she is in mourning because I mean, we lost Bob. Well, Bob, we got a fucking soliloquy uh, for Bob uh, there at the end. Yeah, this final this was, scene, so so and so well written that his last scene. And this was the first time I think I've ever seen a character get a send off that felt like a genuine morning send off. Yeah, like with Andrea, yeah, she got kind of a send off, but it was more of well, weird. nobody liked Andrea at that point, so well, no, and also like. Herschel didn't get a send off because he was killed immediately. Like, oh yeah, nobody, nobody really gets a send off. Bob got a freaking funeral pyre essentially. Oh, like, they should, they should have actually done that. Like fucking like Darth Vader <laughs> would have been awesome. Do 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 do. <laughs> like Rick's humming that fucking like ghost stupid. Bob. I think they should have let Bob turn turn though, just for him to be the most positive zombie around. <laughs> He'd just be smiling, stroking oh, Sasha's hair. Oh, I'm doing this now. It's cool. Well, at least I don't have to worry about Ebola. <laughs> I think the, uh, the the difference in the writing, I think, this season can just be shown in when Sasha asks what good can come out of this, and then Bob just dies before he can answer. Yeah. Like, such a simple little moment that I think usually The Walking Dead would then have a character turn to the camera and explain what this what this moment means. I also really loved uh, Tyrese coming in and giving him the peaceful stab in the head. Yes. Which I don't think I've ever seen on this show so far. Nice and calm. Then Carol came in and burned him. No loose ends. <sighs> it's, it's funny because like, it doesn't feel like a lot actually happened in this episode, but... Shit took place. You know, you got Gareth's uh, supervillain speech in the beginning. Which I wasn't present for. No, you missed quite a lot. Uh, I recommend going back and watching that opening scene. But uh, them just also, going back to the beginning, them just leaving Bob there on the front steps was kind of a genius touch. 
Yeah, I like the uh, the A they put on the uh, the church. Yeah, nice little call back there. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was all nice. Like from Bob's death on, it was all really well done. Where you have this sequence of, you know, everybody saying their goodbyes, then Bob like passes out and wakes up, and it's just him and Sasha, and that's when he finally actually dies. And Tyrese comes in and offs him, and then we see. Rick and Tyrese uh, burying him, and Sasha building his cross for his grave. Wearing his coat. And, you know, it's all this nice stuff, and then... Oh, oh, Michonne, hold on. Michonne gets her sword back, you called it. Yeah, oh, oh, oh my god, I forgot all about that. Yep, Michonne gets her quickening. (laughs) She chops everything. She knows everything. Oh, yeah. The Michoning... She gets, she gets her sword back, and ah, it was it was glorious to see that happen. But speaking of Michonne, after all this nice Bob stuff, there's this weird scene of Michonne sitting on the steps of the church. But by the way, at this point, Abraham and his group and uh, it, Maggie, it, they, Glenn, yeah, they left with Maggie and Glenn because they Maggie, Glenn, and uh, Tara because yeah. they agreed that. Uh, no matter what, that uh, if K- Daryl and Carol don't come back, they'll leave. Yeah, with them. And Once again, think- very like contrived kind of. Yeah, plan, but whatever. But at the same time, it led to a nice little scene where Abraham gave Rick a map that says, you know, we'll see you at the meeting point because the world, the new world, is going to need more men like Rick Grimes. And he said he's sorry for being such an asshole. And that, I mean, that would have been a great place to leave the episode, in my opinion, but. Then we come to this weird scene where Michonne is sitting on the steps. Gabriel the comes out and talks to her. Yeah, a little. And it's I, like, I, and honestly, nothing that was really said left much of an impression on me. Yeah. Um, basically, she's just kind of, she's not really paying attention to him. And then she looks out to the woods. She goes out to see, like, you think there's some threat there? I thought it was going to be Morgan. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Morgan, too. That would have been way better than what actually happened, because... Out of that came the dumbest ending. <laughs> For so I, many reasons. And I think we've already I've, kind of I gone in. the dumbest ending I've ever seen on this show. Because all of a sudden, Daryl walks out in a dramatic reveal, which first of all makes no sense because we just saw him last episode, so it's not like he's been gone that long. <laughs> and walks seemingly out. it's been a day, if that. If that. And... He walks out with a dramatic reveal, saying, like... Well, uh, she doesn't say anything. Uh, Michonne asks where Carol is, and he just looks down and then turns back over his shoulder into the darkness and says, come on out, and then it ends. And then there's a tease for next week's episode, which features what happened to Beth. Who took Beth, that character no one gives a shit about. So, here's the reason that doesn't work. One... (laughs) Well, for one, let's just say, listen... Not every episode needs to end on a cliffhanger. No. It's not necessary. No, it's not necessary. But the bigger thing, the most crippling thing about this is that the reason Rick stayed behind, Rick and his group stayed behind, was because they were going to wait for Daryl and Carol to come back or eventually go look for them, presumably. They show up like a couple hours later. Yeah, it just if later that day they could have left just fine. Yeah, they all could have left together on the bus, but Daryl just shows up out of nowhere, 
making that entirely pointless. Yeah, which just makes it come off more and more like, oh, story filler. Okay. <laughs> also, what exactly is going to be happening in that next episode that can fill a day's worth of what happened to where they could go find Beth, something happens, they come back, and a day's passed, and everything's like – it's just uh, – it, Time-wise, it doesn't make any sense. Plot-wise, it just makes everything seem stupider. It just felt like they didn't know how to end the episode, and they just wanted the cliffhanger for the fuck of it. They didn't just, need to do that. They could have had you know Daryl and whoever come back the end of next episode. It just it under it 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 made the separation of the group. Which, by the way, I did think it was funny that the episode before this they were talking about we don't we don't split up anymore. <laughs> No more splitting up. They made that made such a big point of that, and they're like, "Okay, let's split up." Yeah, like it makes that more contrived and obvious, and you know, whatever. And then it just my other problem is, and I don't know if you agree with me, which is I know the ending of the next episode now based on that cliffhanger. Like between well, Re- between Redis's acting and how they staged that, it's like, oh, okay, so Beth's with him and Carol's dead. Yeah, I. It's like I'm not with you as far as I'm convinced that's what happened, but it's definitely a possibility, and I feel like that ending did not help itself because it just makes it seem like – it doesn't make it seem like what they intended, which is something interesting. It's like, ooh, mystery. It makes it seem like, oh, really? We're we're bridging this now? Yeah. And the next episode does not look interesting at all. Well (sighs) – they have to – the writers have to realize uh, we've been without Beth for a while now, and nobody noticed. Yeah. Her own sister doesn't notice. No. So it's kind of like – at this point – they, they were doing a pretty good job of making Beth a character before she disappeared. Yeah, and so it all – it more or less just feels like they just need filler for an episode, so they came up with this Beth story. Of course, it, it could be something, you know – cool that lasts longer than one episode, but I doubt it. Well, if it did, that would make no sense, because if they returned, then, like, it, like, like we've been saying, it's only been a day. Yeah, it, it's hard to tell where it ends. I mean, that's, other people could be with them, I guess, but from the vibe I get, it's like, oh, well, he had, he rescued Beth, and... You know what would be even more infuriating, though, if, if it, re- it was revealed that they didn't find Beth, and they just returned to camp. <laughs> just Beth and Carol. It, it's just a frustrating. Just Carol okay, Carol. It's a frustratingly non cliffhanger cliffhanger that tells you too much without actually telling you anything, and it it undercuts the episode. Like it, the big thing in the episode should have been Bob dying. Yeah. Like and like know. and like you did with the episode with the two girls. End it on a somber note instead of. You don't need a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. And plus, here's another problem that I had with it is that if you're going to do a cliffhanger, do something that isn't a character that was in the episode prior. Do it with someone like we either missed or someone who – like Morgan, who we expected to eventually meet up with the group. Don't do it as, oh, this dude who just separated for like a day and is now back. And we saw him last week, so it's all good. Yeah, it's just... Like, as, as soon as I saw Daryl, I was just like, what? What? And then the Sopranos, like, abrupt end. Yeah. It, it, it just, it, it 
it made the uh, it made the gears that were turning just kind of push 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 their way through the screen. Like, yep, we're doing all this just for group yeah, split like, up for this reason and blah blah blah. It's the closest it came to being an ending that would have ruined the episode entirely. Like, it's the closest they came to a great episode being completely ruined by its ending, and that was basically what it did because it did actually hurt the episode in retrospect yeah i mean as as good as good as the episode was and it was a excellent episode and as much as the walking dead's improved with this episode you could still see the cracks that the show has yeah with the you know with the group splitting up for plot wow. reasons more yeah, than anything else just the daryl thing just enhancing that to an insane degree like, I hated that ending so much. It's such a bad ending. And once again, it's like, it, it, then it's made, the ending should have just been about Bob dying and you know, the, maybe the group splitting up and then just end it, end it there. Nice, neat little ep- episode. Well, that's the it doesn't final, need to build to the next one. That's the final reason that the ending doesn't work is that they have like 30 logical endings that they could have gone with that would have made more sense. And yeah. instead, they went with Daryl just... Walking out of the woods. I thought that pullback of Tyrese and Rick, you know, with the uh, digging the graves was it was about to end. Yeah, I thought it was going to end with the freaking Abraham note. Like, that's where I would have ended it, personally. Yeah, it was a fucking Return of the King kind of thing. Or just even, like you said, Sasha building his his, uh, cross for the grave. That would have been great. Instead, it's like... Oh no, we've got to do this weird thing with Gabriel and Michonne leading to the weirdest lead into an episode of all time. Yeah, I, I don't know. The most stilted thing I think I've ever also seen on the show because it's like, it just, the writing was just nowhere. Like you said, when we were talking about it, you said that it felt like the writers were scrambling to create an ending they had already written. Yeah, you, they, it, like, it, it was you, like they were filling time. You could see the writers just writing paragraphs and dialogue, trying to f- come up with an ending as they were writing. Yeah, and being like just, really panicky about it. And it's like, uh, uh this. Yeah, Daryl walks out. Uh, come on out here. Credits. Uh, like, it, 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 it was stupid. Like, it was just a bad, just a bad cliffhanger ending that kind of, it, it showed, you know, it showed how they're, you know, padding. It showed padding, essentially. Which is what next week is going to be. Like, I would be very surprised if I walk away from next week without feeling like my time's being wasted. It'll, it'll come down to what whoever took a bath and whether or not it's interesting. Because, I mean, they're going to have to start coming up with stuff to pad out the show just based on where they are in the comics. Yeah. Did not get to Alexandria too quickly. But, I mean, they still have plenty of characters to encounter and all that. But Yeah, I mean, well, I'm not going to say the N-word. Cause... Well, that's a, that's a ways away. And they're definitely trying to stall that for as long as possible. By the way, I don't mean like as in any racial connotation, because we did actually make the joke. Um, actually, it was a friend of ours, Hero, who made the joke that uh, Bob died as soon as they encountered Abraham or Gabriel, because no more than three black men can be on the show at a time, or no more than two. It's to be fair, is still up from their quota of one at a time that they started the show off with. But um, the point you were making is Nagan, which I am happy there was no false Nagans that everyone was pointing at in this episode. That was the first joke I made. It was like, I wonder who the false Nagan is going to be for this episode. And I said Bob's Lake. 
Well, I mean, you're half right. He did taint them. Yeah, I mean, they, it could transform. You don't know. God, that would be fucking awesome if Bob Lane transmuted into a fucking biker dude <laughs> who then killed somebody. That'd be awesome. The Walking Dead just goes sci-fi. <laughs> that would uh, make that would still be an ending that made more sense than the Daryl thing. <laughs> I, That's how bad the Daryl thing is. Is that like they could have all gotten on the bus? The bus could have exploded. Rick could have woken up, and Nagan would just be right there. That would be make more of an that would make more sense than Daryl walking out of the woods. Yeah, and I, I, this group split, uh, splitting up thing is, I get it from a writing standpoint, and then they can, I guess, you know, pat it out and cut between the two groups or whatever, but it's still so... Well, there are other things you can do. Like, yeah. they've already they've already done the split group thing for, like, for season four. And they that just was half the season. Yeah, and they just say it's such a big deal out of, you know, not splitting the group up and all that. And I know that the group is probably too strong when it's that big, uh, but I, I don't know. It just... It was just the way that it went about going on in this episode was so Abraham just literally stood up and said, well, this plot needs to happen now and just got angry. Which is completely invalidated by the arrival of the Terminus group and then further invalidated by Daryl showing up. Yeah, it's like, okay, the Terminus people are defeated now. You can stay an extra day and wait for them. You don't need to leave in 12 hours. Yeah. But they leave anyway. There, there is no more threat now. Also, it doesn't even seem like uh, Eugene wants to leave. Like, the entire time they keep panning over to him, and he's like, but I I, I don't want this. He doesn't want to leave, and and usually it's Abraham is stuck doing whatever fucking Eugene wants. Yeah, but now but, he's decided he's going to be the man. And it just, it was so, even I don't know, Rosita didn't agree with him. It's weird. Yeah, it was just so, it's like they tried their best to hide it, but it was so contrived. Mainly because it just followed the events of the last episode. Yeah. And at the time, yeah, no, it just came off if they just flipped, If they just flipped around events where Abraham is like that from the beginning, but then they decide that they're not going to split up, that would have been so better. So much better. Or they even just did it where there was, you know, there was some kind of time jump and they, you know, they weren't just, they just weren't going to stay anymore or something. I don't know. It was just... It was just weird, and then the cliffhanger. I don't know. It was. Stupid. That's how bad it is. It's like you're you're even suggesting a time jump at this point. <laughs> it was just. I don't know. I was puzzled by the ending. It just had such a natural emotional conclusion, and then yeah, it kept going. It, yeah, it just it just soured it. And like I said, I have a very hard. I I have a problem with the fact that the end that the cliffhanger that didn't need to exist for me just. It told me what the next episode is. Yeah. Well, we'll. See. I mean, The Walking Dead has surprised us in the past, so maybe I, I, it'll I surprise you. Yeah, I totally want to be wrong, but but I don't think yeah, I. But just, I want to be. I think you and I are just completely agreed about this episode. It's like great episode, some flaws, and then the biggest botch of an ending. Yeah. That has probably ever been done on the show. But the important thing is, Bob got his rightful send-off yeah that's i think that's what i think that's what angers us the most is that this was the souring of the bob dies episode yeah and bob deserved to go out like a champion and he did because he's that positive and he's that high on life that's just the opinion of a dead man envy r.i.p r.i.p bob yeah well any final thoughts that leg will live on in us all 
tainted meat. So this has been the Pulping Dead discussing four walls and a roof. I've been Mike. I've been a B. R.I.P. T. Dog. Shane was right. <laughs>